Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chopping It Down podcast featuring only two out of the three today. We have Zeon and myself in the studio, but we do have a very special guest, my best friend, uh, a friend of the show. He he made a brief cameo uh, appearance in episode eight, I think it was, the Zodiac episode. And he is here in the studio today, fully as a as a proper guest, Jonathan Perkins. How you doing, man? It's time for the percolator. What? It's time for the percolator. Okay. It's time for the percolator. Here we are. Percolator. Oh, let's get this started. <laughs> percolator. Mm, I'm John Perkins, and they call me Perkman. All right. This Who is my DJ voice. I don't think I've ever called you that. I used to call Yo, myself that on the, like, hello, like Maybe. when I used to get hype at Kamatasha. Zian has um, you saved as that in your phone. Uh, I go, dude, this is the Perkman. Like I used to say it on stage. Oh, yeah. I have you saved as Perkman Scoop. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. Because of my scoop. house when we would listen to Fat Man Scoop, Yo, dude. Fat oh. Man Scoop, Perkman okay. Scoop. We're one <laughs> We're at, Zodiac <laughs> Wow, that's funny that you were on the Zodiac episode. And... Yeah, well, Ocean was really on the Zodiac episode. Well, I just you were said there. Sagittarius. Well, you were there. Yeah. That's all. Good quotes. You were on the hey. episode. You just weren't featured. I was quoted. That's You had like a cameo appearance. Mm. Love cameos. It was my origin story. All right, let's get this started. All right, John. Well, how are you? How are you doing? How are you guys doing? It's been a while since we've been in the studio. Yeah, it's been a well. I mean, we've been here, but well, we've been in the studio, but we haven't recorded in a while. You right. Know, busy schedules. Just, just observing the the plane out there. You know. Well, how is the land? Uh, you started the a pretty big job. Yo, recently, this camp so. director job is dope. Yeah, I love it. That's what's up. I love it. I really. He do. said nothing I'm, but great things for the past like two or three weeks. Yeah, that's good. He's, whoa, whoa, he, whoa, whoa! It was stressful for staff training. Yeah, yeah for well, sure. But yeah, but you were optimistic. At, exactly. Well, yeah, nonetheless, I'm optimistic. Anyone that knows me knows that. I I no, see I, I see the good side in things, but right now it's just going really smoothly despite everything that's going on you know we're still in a pandemic this this is a tough year this is a very tough year to lead a camp it's a very it's well it's always tough to lead a camp but i feel like i feel like this year you know with everything there there's pros and cons you know the the no field trips the no buses to worry Mm -hmm. about everything is just pick up and drop off you know parents are very accommodating with with sending their kids to us and they're very understanding that, you know, we, we can't provide the full YMCA Camp Okasha experience. And, and I think that understanding definitely, you know, lifts a weight off my shoulders and makes me a little less stressed and having a great staff that, you know, have the kids and, and make sure they're having a fun time. I think it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun. That's you know, good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's easy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it could be easy at times, there, there are times where you have to make some difficult decisions, but other than that, it, it's smooth sailing so All far. Right, so we're gonna, I, you know, it's only it's only the first week, so we're gonna get a, yeah, exactly. We're gonna get an update from him in August on his true thoughts about the entire summer because it does get harder as you go. Um, yeah, I <laughs> did work at Okasha, and so that happened to me. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out, guys. Well, John, you yeah, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> Hey Dan, what's you went our topic? A lot last year. What's our topic, Dan? <laughs> All right, so well, Zion, Zion, what's our topic? Oh, oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm doing good. Uh, last week, the last couple weeks has been more busy for me than the beginning of the month, uh, which really bummed me out because I came off of selling like almost 30 cars last month in the middle of a pandemic, and then this month just started off extremely slow. 
by this month, I mean June. Uh, but it just started off extremely, extremely slow. So luckily, I've been uh, kind of getting back in the groove. Feel me? I got my swagger back. Selling a bunch of <laughs> selling uh, a lot of cars this this weekend. So oh, I'm feeling really good. How what's about you, the, Perk? What's the best car you sold this weekend? Yeah. Don't call the comeback. Car. Don't call the comeback. You're right. You're right. I never left. Um, the best car I sold? Yeah. Like, what's like a car that you sold? They were Can like, you rank it like that? I wish I had that car. Yeah. Um, I don't think any, to be honest. Oof. Yeah, you said that. Because I already have a freaking great car. All right. All right. Well, moving <laughs> on. You're saying your cars are better than everyone else's. It's I just the it. car that I, I have now. I really Zia like it. He rates himself way higher than Moving on else from in the that, industry. that ego stroke. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you <laughs> no, asked the cool. question. No, that's cool. No, and, and I, need a new, I need a new car, too. Exactly. Yo, but all right. So listen. All. My car died pretty recently. I get you, brother so. man. I had a customer today, actually, that uh, I don't know how it was brought up. Oh, oh, her daughter, her daughter's car broke down. I was like, oh, my friend's uh, car recently broke down, too. And instantly she was like, oh, well, he should come buy it from you. And I was like, I know, right? <laughs> so buy that car from me. Yeah, that's Dead right. Ass. I can't. What, which car is it? I don't know. I pick a car. I sent you a whole bunch. Okay. Yo, can we swear on it? Like executive Mazda, right? Or no, we're we're Liberty, Liberty Mazda, but Liberty Executive Mazda. Auto Group. Okay, that's the. I feel like I, I feel like I looked on a whole bunch of sites and I saw Executive Auto Group on like all of them. Yeah, mm. they're pretty big for sure. We're we're one of the biggest in the right. for, for our viewers at home, what, what 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 car should I look into? Just kidding. Don't answer that. Toyota. I, I already know what car I want to get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Toyota Rav Four. I can't that's, change his mind. That's the goal right there. Yeah, yeah. Victoria will be her name, and I don't know what color it will be, but. It's whatever color you guys got. So it's a classic car for a guy with a mustache. Is it? No, no, well, it's not. Well, I you feel have like a mustache, guys with mustache just go a for like American Muscle. Yeah, or, for sure. Or trucks. Yo, what? Kind? I have trucks. Mustache rolls, you know. Yeah. I had a Ram oh, 1500. No, 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 no. Extended Only cab. cool guys nowadays have mustaches. So we're looking at super. Well, uh, don't say that. Me. No, there are some weirdos out there no, with they, mustaches. Don't, no. but don't group us all well, under the cool category. Yeah, I'm talking some, about. I'm talking about our mustaches. You don't have a mustache. You have a beard. I could have. You, a yeah, you could have a mustache, but you don't. <laughs> Must be nice. I'm gonna. I'm Your gonna dad sh- has a mustache. I, yo, my dad is crazy i'm gonna shave the beard just leave the stash wear my mask all the time and you don't even know what i have under that mask you'll never know yeah some parents probably still don't know that i, ha- <laughs> I just have a mustache that's why that's why I love they it. saw the picture from last summer when i <laughs> yeah. had like the the scruff the but scr- okay this is like this is just a new damn uh, this summer i love that it's like on the office with stanley does he have a mustache yes or no you don't know like no one remembers but yes he has <laughs> oh. a mustache <laughs> yeah right dude right yeah. away right that's, away that's the kind of game i want to play with that's yeah. i'm gonna shave tomorrow first day of stash I, I don't training care about i got these, a compliment on the, it my dating so. life right now i'll just go to the stash i don't know dude the beard's really working for you well, yeah, the beard works for me. I've had it since I was like 19. Yeah, but you used to have like the the grown beard. And my oh, mom yeah. said it yesterday. She was like, he looked so old with that beard. I'm glad yeah. that he shaved it down. I think like thinks you're more Damn. handsome. I think I'm a little handsome. Uh, it might be because I got rid of my glasses. Well, no. No, it's definitely, dude, the beard was right. the beard was a lot. I, I'm so glad that your picture of more you about in front me. of that of the stadium. Remember how like that thing was... <laughs> That thing was out there, man. <laughs> yeah, I tried to. I, I, and you had no glasses in that picture, too. Yeah. Facts. All right. Um, so what are we really talking about? All right. Today? So we are. This is going to be an, this is gonna be an educational 
episode um we're still talking you know we're still in the middle of a of a massive movement despite you know it, it not getting as much attention as it needs we still i think it's getting a lot of attention well there's just a lot of there's a lot of things you don't see anymore because the feeds everyone's feeds kind of went back to normal but hmm. there's still a massive movement that's going on and there's still protests going on every day i would yeah, love to give much. it more attention exactly yeah. and, and and you know as someone with a platform as someone that has listeners you know it, it's really easy just to talk about whatever like i want to talk about magic the gathering yeah. But now is not the time. Right. Now is the time for for action and and to talk mm-hmm. about things that people need to know to gain awareness. Right. And, and not even just to the Black Lives Matter movement, which is which is very important. But we also need to focus on why we're doing this. You know, like Absolutely. what you know, what are the reasons other than police brutality? You know, there are underlying factors that have been happening for so long that you know change just needs to come. You know, and. You know, as as much as, you know, we don't have that much power, you know, informing people, that's what we can do. And that's what, you know, we want to do here. And hopefully, you know, everything that we say today, you know, you at least you learn something. Yeah. You know, you may already know a lot of this stuff. You may have already studied it. You may have already, you know, you're going into this. Maybe you know everything. But, you know, there might be something that you don't know. And, and I've learned a lot of things because of everything that's going on and you know as someone that comes in and talks into a microphone and and brings that to people and has an audience that's something that i feel like i need to express myself because i just can't hold that in and expect people just to know about it you know it's important to let the people know and you know that's what we came here to do yeah. It's so. a it's a never ending topic, and that's why uh, Dan wants to do another episode on it. Yeah, um, a great idea, great absolutely. idea, because it's every day. Um, there's more and more happening, and um, so I can't wait. All right. So first thing I want to talk about is voter suppression. Now, voter suppression has been going on for a very long time. Ever, you know whether it's in America or whether it's going on in, in a lot of other countries, especially countries in Africa where, you know, they don't have the system of government that we have, you know, especially with a democracy where we allow people to vote, mm-hmm. that might sound like freedom and that might sound like we have the power to change, but there are still underlying systems that prevent us from, you know, expressing our, our true vote. And now I, you know, and it's and it's been happening you know, way back since the voting system started, especially when, you know, we allowed women to vote, when we allowed uh, African-Americans to vote, you know, these, these, these were amendments. These pretty much. Even- yeah. Right. Pretty much since like the original constitution and bill of rights. Yeah. Cause at first there was only white men that were allowed to vote. Oh, sorry. White men and African-Americans, if they owned property, like freed African-American slaves, if they owned property. And I think only four States exactly. met those qualifications at the time. So uh, voter suppression has definitely been around for, I would, I would, I almost want to say since the beginning. Yeah. And, and, you know, before it used to be, you would have, you know, guards or police at the polling stations and they literally just force you out, you know, physical force, you know actually, what? Yeah. Actually, since we're on that topic, hold on, let me see if I can find it. But um, there's a, there are ways where voter suppression, like, like. Sorry, different types of voter suppression. There we go. My bad. Uh, like 
the common forms of voter suppression are such as like you said kind of how do you say force out for like forcing out yep. um, voter, like physical action like physical actions voter id laws uh voter registration restrictions voter purges uh felony disenfranchisement disen dis <laughs> i can't say it properly Did, do you know what I'm trying to say? No. Disenfranchise this Jesus Christ. Dis and what? Dis- I've never heard. So no. you're talking about Can like I franchise? See the word? Disinf- it's franchise. Infringement? Like, no, not infringement. The, you, the yeah, you one. said it right. Disenfranchisement. Oh, okay, it's just a bad. lot of words. Yeah, it's just it's, a lot of like you got the dis, you got the end, and right, franchisement. Right. Like that's a lot of prefixes and suffixes. But you said it right. And yeah, I I that's more common now because you know, police can't force people to leave the booth. <gasps> So, so now they had to find a different way exactly. to, to and, separate you know, And those are the voters. more like, common ways to do it. Because obviously at the time where, uh, like you said, when women were allowed to vote or African-Americans, that's when like, it was brutal. Yeah. Like, and like, you know, yeah, were African-Americans allowed to vote? Absolutely. When the amendment came out? Absolutely. But that didn't stop police from like, oh, you can't vote here or right. you, know, you have to go somewhere else. And now, even though it's not happening straight up like that, because it's illegal now, and it wasn't even made illegal that long ago, mm-hmm. um, now the, they're, they're coming up with new ways to do it. And now these are the ways that aren't getting attention because this is now on a government level. This is not down civilians getting forced out. This is you know not mailing their, their voter, their absentee ballots on time or... You know, saying oh they got lost, and then the, your your window of voting is up, and you How and you can can't vote, it? and you and you can't use that voice of change, mm-hmm. and you know it's been happening for a while now, but this year it's super important because of everything that's going on, and we have someone in the office that we, that a lot of people Ver- want to get out. He is unqualified. At, absolutely, like absolutely, and and like now yeah. it's it, it's the same thing as b- before, you know. Trump was going up against Hillary Clinton. Trump won. Hillary Clinton lost. People said it's, it's you know the battle of two evils. Well, now we've seen what Trump did in the office. Now mm-hmm. we, he you know now we don't have faith in him. So it's like is Joe Biden any better? We have to wait and see. But I'm not voting for Trump. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> so, that's that's so bad. We're exactly. in a state we, where like um, one candidate is bad the other one is worse so we literally have to vote for the bad one just to get the worst one out of the office like the the position that they put us in is as it, it just sucks it sucks yeah, uh, yes yeah. absolutely man i hate it you know i wish we you know i, I miss brock man i'll I be do. voting for the bad you know i i've i watched his black lives matter movement you know presentation that he did i, I believe it was like a, a few weeks ago you know he had he had like yeah. a he had like a Zoom call thing, and I watched that, and he literally addressed him as President Obama, and I was like, "Yeah, that just sounds well, they, right." Hey, yeah. dude, you can't address him as any other way, right? Like that man is still speaking for us, Barack. despite not being in that office, despite not living in Washington D.C. anymore. He is still speaking for us, and you know that that has to that says something. Right. What is Michelle's Obama's favorite vegetable? Uh, broccoli. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. <laughs> but yeah, wow. like yeah, and then you know what he said about you know ar- arming our- ourselves with knowledge and all that stuff. It, 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 this is 
a, a good time to do that. And and putting a light on voter suppression <laughs> is one way to do that because it, yes, it's getting attention, but we need to put more attention on it because it has been happening for so long and the history behind it is insane. You know, we like you ever seen House of Cards? Oh yeah, I saw every season up until the point Kevin Spacey became fucking weird. Like, sorry for swearing. Like, okay. no, it's all right. No, that's okay. It's fine. Uh, yeah, stuff like that happens all the time, whether we would like to believe it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, the government can it, it's it's shaped however they want to make it. Only we can only do so much about it. They say the people have all the power, but it's very hard to do that against a system that can fight battles within itself to make certain things happen like people get paid you know a a large sum of money or they get promised votes it's been happening ever since we started this damn country you know ever since george washington was our was our president that's happened originally remember this government quote-unquote is supposed to be a democracy but i think it's far from that right now or at least at least it's not what the true you know state of democracy should be in right now, it's it seems a little bit more controlled, oh, absolutely. in in the worst way, which uh, again, as it puts us like as citizens in in a very bad and tough position. And since we're on the topic of like, since everyone's kind of talking about the you know this whole revolution that's going on, kind of uh, in terms of bringing more attention to towards the black and brown community who does voter suppression target mostly people of color absolutely those neighbor you know those neighborhoods where we have a lot of people of color and right. african americans exactly asians even get targeted you know so people of color and to my surprise it's not even just people of color but and I, but like people who are affected are like uh students i guess elderly people and uh people with disabilities as well which absolutely again if this is a democracy and democracy is for the people that's not for the people like limiting who gets to vote everyone has the right to vote uh but they're again they're they don't they don't sorry yeah they don't make it prominent to young voters that you have a voice and that you exactly can't it's usually independent companies that say you know Young people have a choice. Nickelodeon, I I love Nickelodeon because they've been saying it since the beginning. Yeah, they've been saying like kids can vote and mm. and use their voice to be heard, whether or not right. they actually make an impact on the actual system. You know, your voice is heard. Young people, you are heard. You know where I signed up to vote? You know where I registered to vote? At a music festival. Really? No way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because they That's had awesome. people there. That allowed young people like myself that, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I was 19 or 18. And, you know, I was always like, I don't like, you know, going online and doing it where mm-hmm. you can just these these people are here and you can just fill out this form and you're registered to vote. They send it to your house. And then there you go. You just complete the registration and then you can go out and vote whatever, you know, district or section you're in. Mm-hmm. And it, it's companies like that that make it well known. But when do you ever see commercials on like news channels of like oh like you know young people have the power to go vote you know use your voice to be heard never right they all you know and that's voter suppression whether you you like to believe it or not 
you know, whenever whenever something is not known to somebody that they can they they can change or they're like, oh, you know, my vote doesn't really matter. Exactly. Or I'm not going to vote. I think that's that was a common issue when in the 2016 sorry 2016 elections because a lot of people i feel like a lot of people wanted to in or trump they're both bad right but but well before that because we had bernie sanders at the time and he was he was going if you went on social media at the time all you see was just young people of like rooting for bernie sanders but when it came time to vote i felt a lot of young people felt that their voice their voices weren't like going to be heard and they just weren't confident enough so that led them to not vote at all because there's no one around us telling us besides people on social media but you know, yeah and how much you know possibly that your do? parents right there's no propaganda i guess uh tailored towards younger people go ahead so i signed up to um vote that year and um i wasn't allowed um 2016 yeah yeah i oh, was wow. i was about 21 22 a little late there <laughs> I, I know thank you to oceana she uh <laughs> she really talks me into it i i was one of those people that just i don't know i i, I just didn't see the point like you were saying the point of me voting i i didn't have confidence i, right. I didn't look into it so exactly. i finally looked into it um that year because that's when i felt it was the most important for sure and, um and it's and, always important yeah. whether yeah. it's local state government i, I feel like this, state all this and has local really gov- made that clear so i'm voting every election now yeah state and local governments most likely impact you more than the presidential election does. Right. Yes. And uh, the Black Lives Matter movement really like um, nailed that in for me. They're like, this is how you get it done. Mm-hmm. This is a big This is a big year. Trump can be voted again if not enough people exactly. are, are going to these polls right. and voting but against yeah, him. Yeah, my point was I didn't get to vote for – I'm Democratic, and I didn't get to vote for Bernie Sanders Um this year, um, in, right? In, in in that year, oh. no, in that year, because um, I signed up a little late, and I, well, not, not that I signed up late, but like when you first sign up, you don't get to vote until like the actual presidency, mm. and, and so like I had to wait. I couldn't like vote for either party, so um, I like couldn't do it until like Hillary versus Trump. Yeah, mm. the Democratic and, 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 and so if you're young and you're like waiting to sign up, like you should have signed up a while ago. Sign up when you're 18. Yeah. Well, That's don't. It. It's yeah. fine. If you, like, just sign up when you get the chance. Sign up now it's if you so haven't quick. already. It's so quick. Right. Exactly. It's, it's painless. It's easy. Yeah. Little you know, band aid. Little and, band aid. And yeah, you might think, oh, okay, I'm just one person. Yeah, but if a lot of people think like that as a collective, exactly. then that's where the impact comes from. Right. You have people to. Don't realize you have that. to. You know, you not like, not individually have to inspire other people. But if people go and see that you're voting, you know, they're probably going to go vote, too, just because some people have FOMO. And they're like, oh, you voted? Oh, I'm going to go vote. Talk yeah. about it with your friends. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like, that's, what, that's what's, the harm, what's the harm in that saying I voted? You know, there's a reason why they give you a sticker that says stickers. I voted. I hate stickers in my pet peeves. <laughs> that's for you to show it off and <laughs> say that, like, I used my voice to make a change. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just says I voted and voted might not seem that strong of a term, but voting for a big powerful position like this translates to I used my pen, my my voice to, you know, say who I want in the office. That's how we vote. And does that always matter? Not really sometimes because 2016 election showed us that even though Hillary won the popular vote, 
it, it all went down to the the electoral college, unfortunately, and that's how Trump won. I think that that's a prime example of uh, voter suppression in a sense because uh, the results aren't true, or are not a true reflection of the will of the people. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's down to. Was it the, close in popular votes? Absolutely, but those what do they, they call them? Uh, delegates. Something like that. Something, whatever. We have like seven of them, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know, I know, like the big states have a lot of them. So it, it, it depends on your population, right? You know, it's not, it's not like senators where each each state only has two of them. But still, thing like stuff like that. That's voter suppression because literally it did not matter <laughs> that Hillary won because of the people. Mm-hmm. It went to the government, and the government wanted Trump. You know. It's crazy because at the end of the day, they wanted him because he was going to make them the most money. Money is the root of all evil. It's crazy. Wait, wait. I need to be educated on something. So if I vote for a Democrat and um, then that Democrat can vote for the Republican nominee. What? Does that not make sense to you? No. What? If I vote Democrat, say Hillary back then. Could that person that they have, like the seven people that represent us, can one of those people just be like, yeah, I'm up for the Democratic no, Party? No, it all but- depends on the state. So, okay, so let's say, right, Connecticut votes for Hillary, which we did. We, okay, all seven. Right? Let's say it's seven. They all go to her. Yes. Okay. But what Trump won were a lot of the big states. So Hillary won a lot of the smaller states, but those have less um, people in the Electoral College, which means less delegates i think i think they're called delegates okay i understand better now yeah i get it but yeah so so did they choose to to win most likely because you know it it depended on which states won the the popular votes Mm -hmm. even though hillary got more there was still more you know trump still got more delegates in in the end and and that's how he won first of all there was literally proof of Russia uh, inter- oh, you want to like, talk about, you want to talk about yeah, Russia. There was proof Everyone of got Russia, fired. Everyone uh, got fired. <laughs> like meddling, I guess, with the votes or whatever. Yeah. So, and someone again, spoke up on it, got fired. For so in hearing stuff like that, I can see how or why it's, it's discouraging. But that's just, unfortunately, just one bad example of, or I guess good example of uh, the like the evil that that goes on behind the scenes behind the scenes because that's see. not exactly that's not going to happen every election so uh and and keep in mind they intervened because trump was going to lose so exactly they so wanted trump our, in the office because they knew that they can use him right better. right so like our voting was effective because it was to the point where they had to cheat. He had to cheat his way into the office. Right. So if you don't think like, oh, they're going to just cheat, cheat it anyway. Keep in mind, they had to do it because um, he wasn't getting enough votes. So. Right. And now we now he's under a microscope this year because of what happened. So yeah. now this year is very important. If you want Trump out of the office, you better go out and vote. And it's not just about Trump. It's about the people, too, because um, just obviously educate yourself on you know who's going to be in the office next there are there are a lot of i felt there were a couple good candidates um but unfortunately no one really andrew yang yeah exactly no one really knew 
per se because they're not they didn't give enough attention man yeah exactly it's, just, it's, it's the media it's 100 percent the media no matter how you look at it like if uh joe biden got got the attention he quote-unquote deserved because he was the you know he was obama's uh vice president, vice president. so i think in everyone's mind oh joe joe biden he was obama's vice president i think he's a good guy right Everyone just assumed that, so they weren't paying attention to the other candidates as well. That's my opinion on on why. Yeah, we had I a lot of everyone... we had a lot of great, passionate candidates on that stage. You right. know, I watched every single debate just to just to like form my form uh, the greatest opinion that I can. You know, I, as much as I love Andrew Yang, I still had to watch and see everybody else, and it was almost I almost changed my mind at the end with with Gorbachev. She did. It. I think she. Would, would have done a great job in the office, but like Yang, she just didn't get the attention. You know, she's a new nominee. So they all pulled out? Oh, yeah. Biden yeah. Biden is our, our Democratic nominee. Just because everyone else pulled out. Bernie was the last one to pull out, and that was it. So it's Biden versus Trump in mm-hmm. November, November 3rd, which is two days after my birthday. So it's, it's now more important. It's always important to vote, but for me, at least, I want Trump the fuck out of this office. Amen. You know, I'm sick of seeing, you know, I don't, I don't even look at his Twitter that much. I used to when he first was in there, but I, I can only take so much, man. I really, I really could. You know, I watch the news. He's usually on it. He's usually doing something stupid. I, I can't. I can't. I can't watch something stupid because I feel like I'm just going to catch something. And, you know. I, I just don't like him as a person either. I think he's a bad leader. I think he's a bad guy. He's not a role model. He's not something I want my kids, if you know, if I had any, to look up to. You know, and are there a lot of presidents that are good role models? Not really. But in my prime, you know, when I was, I was what twelve to eighteen years old, twenty years old, mm-hmm. and Barack Obama was my president, and I thought it was freaking great. I thought he was a great guy. I thought he was a good role model. He still lives up to, to that role model today. And he does have a lot of blood in his hands. If you didn't know. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, but that's the conversation for another time. Yeah, but that's but, that's. I feel but like I'd that's rather it, look if you're going to do that. I'd rather you still you know, be some you know act like something. I was gonna say that's see. kind of a necessary evil. Like that's the bad with the good. That you have to take. Unfortunately, as terrible as that sounds, uh, but I think we would all—I would hope—rather Obama in the office than Trump. Yeah, despite you know all that blood, I like yeah, Obama's done some fucked up shit. Absolutely right. But Trump is literally just like he's just a bad guy. Like at least Barack did bad stuff, but you know he necessary he, evil. Necessary, exactly. And was it all necessary? No, Probably not. No, but, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but it wasn't as it's not as bad as Trump. It's just not nearly as bad. Well, um, to get back into voter suppression, because I kind of want to go back into like dive deep into the like voter ID laws and registration restrictions. But um, just to talk a little bit, a little bit about what voter suppression is, uh, basically, it's when a lot of po- politicians pass laws that make it harder for certain demographics to cast a ballot in order to manipulate the election outcomes, which we talked about, right? Um, 
and how it's targeted more towards the the people of color and yeah, communities you know uh, with right, the elderly the students um right people with lesser incomes actually that's a part of the the voter purge which is a which is a, a i guess subcategory um in the voter suppression kind of thing but to talk about the voter restrictions um in 2011 30,000 kansas citizens uh, were blocked from voting due to a law requiring citizens to show proof of citizen citizenship documents in order to register to vote, which most did not have a birth certificate or passport on hand and were denied. And in 2016, the presidential elections, uh, which had over 90,000 New Yorkers, were unable to vote because their applications did not meet the 25 day cutoff. And the state had the eighth worst turnout rate in the country. That's 90,000 New Yorkers, which uh, that makes me a little bit furiating of like mad because as someone like who, you know, wasn't born in the States or whatever, they want so much from me. But at the same time, it seems like they don't want me here, if that makes sense. Right. Like they're asked, like, I can't vote, but. I have to pay taxes, I, and that's that. Just I do think all, everything that right, a exactly. Citizen would do uh, taxes, sure, I, but taxes are just a completely different topic. But yeah, they want me to do everything a citizen <laughs> does, but except they don't want me to vote, they don't want me to do this or that, and I, and, I right. have to have right, and they won't give me my you know uh, IDs or, or whatever that's needed to. Luckily, I you know I'm under the Dream Act, but there's a lot of people that don't have that luxury which again right and uh, they're even trying to suppress the the dreamers in, exactly in that too exactly exactly so that's that's just in new york city alone uh ninety thousand people were unable to vote because of that um which that could have been 90 more thousand voices heard in terms of you know how the results were gonna um end up being that year right and you usually in the, in the thing about voting is that it happens in one everything happens in one day mm-hmm. so if that suppression happens on that day we won't hear about it until the next day and it's too late after that exactly you know whether it be for the presidential election government election every two years or or seats in the in the senate things like that you know it's very very tough especially with how how just how many suppression tactics there are right and that would so that was just registration restrictions here about the purge uh so voter purges were intended to clean up voter rolls uh when people move die or become ineligible to vote sure sometimes states use this process as a method of mass disenfranchisement purging eligible voters for illegitimate illegitimate Illegitimate? Illegitimate. <laughs> illegitimate. Illegitimate. <laughs> illegitimate. Yeah, that word. Illegitimate. <laughs> For you got it. Illegitimate reasons <laughs> or, or based on inaccurate data and often without adequate notice to the voters. Uh, that's important. Without notice to the voters, that is suppression right there. Absolutely. They're uh, waiting for something that will never come. Exactly. Uh, voters only learn they've been purged when they show up to the votes to the polls on election day. Yep, and then they get turned away. Suppression. Uh, nearly 16 million voters were purged between 2014 and 16. 16 millions, and they majority of them probably didn't know about it until the day to vote. Which and the thing about voting is that not a lot of people do it. 
exactly like that's a lot that's of like people. the census yeah <laughs> and that's like mailed to your house exactly so wait it is right i know this yes. year okay was, yes. was it usually always like someone, that? It's usually someone comes door to oh, door okay okay but they yeah. they employed less people because of coronavirus right right okay but you know that's a lot of people and already not a lot of people vote but yeah. think about uh, about how much voter suppression impacts that number mm-hmm. you know we see what what was the vote count 2016 do you know uh, it was like it was, 7 million or something yeah, like that I, 7 million <laughs> 7 million how many people do we have in the united states like almost 400,000 or 400 million in the states oh yeah right in the states yes think about that yeah a little bit over 1% mm-hmm. that's that's like that's two that's less than 2% <laughs> and that's yes insane. all a lot of our a lot of our citizens are under the age of 18 but 18 on you can vote mm-hmm. and the fact that we only have that many people voting is scary. Right. So in 2013, Virginia purged 39,000 voters based on data that was later found to have an error rate of 17%. And that's another thing. Errors, too. Errors. Air quote, unquote. Air right? quotes. Errors in, in the in the counting and the voting system. And, you know, there's like, oh, we got to do a recount or whatever. There is a, there's a mess of, of how many of how many ways they can do it. And do we have the power to vote? Yes. Do we have the power to stop these? Unless we have the right people in office, then no. Mm-hmm. People want power. That's what the government is there for, to have power, Control. you know, to make laws. The power to, is supposed to be with the people is supposed to have the power. Exactly. Like the people in, in terms of And the as citizens. much power as we think we have. And yes, we have power than you know, citizens in a lot of other countries, a lot of other countries don't even get to vote. We still, you know, have something, but it's not enough because of just how much power the government has. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard, but this is why this movement needs to, you know, withstand with this momentum because if it falters, we'll have done this for nothing without seeing any impactful change. Mm-hmm. You know, and as and you know, the Black Lives Matter movement is very important. We need justice for the police, but we can't forget not about for the police or, or justice the, from the police. Yes, from the police. From the police, and you know, as much as that is important, we always need to stay on top of that. You know, there are different ways that we can impact too, and that's putting the proper people in the office mm-hmm. to to have this right. have these changes, and that's we have to do that with voting with our voice. And there's. Uh, there's a way to there. There are ways to protect your votes as well, which I'm gonna kind of read read them off at the end. Yep, absolutely. You know, I did want to talk. You know, I, I thought about something too, and we don't have to talk about this now. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. But I I do want to talk about cancel culture. Cancel culture at some point. Okay. Because I feel like now a lot of people are getting canceled. I think and, canceled is such a stupid term. <laughs> it makes sense but it makes sense <laughs> but is... i feel like the people that are getting canceled yeah versus the people that like cancel themselves uh-huh. because of, of something that happened in the past is just like the ratio yeah i feel like it's just <laughs> disproportionate yeah like okay like today my, my boy ralph he posted about shane dawson right mm-hmm. you know who shane dawson is mm-hmm you is the, the the fact John, that you, you can don't talk know into the mic. yeah the fact that you don't know is a good thing <laughs> oh okay well no i do not know okay so he is someone that in the past has done pretty much blackface 
you know, a parody of uh, of a black woman. Not not anyone specific. Not like you know a, a specific person in mind. He made up this character, and he would put like dark makeup on himself. You know, put the big lips. Mm. I already he, don't like him. And he would look. Okay. He mm-hmm. would look like he had blackface on. Mm-hmm. And. People always try to cancel him, whether it be like they, they find new things or he's like uh, he, he like hangs out with young girls and things like that. But for some reason, he still has a platform and he still like makes money mm-hmm. and he's not all the way canceled. Whereas I'm, have you ever heard of Jenna Marbles? Mm-hmm. OK, yeah. so so she has a video from 2011 that has been privated that people constantly bring up and it's like a parody of. She's like doing a parody of like Nicki Minaj and she has like a spray tan, no big lips or anything like that. But she, you know, she's parodying Nicki Minaj and making herself look darker. Yeah. And she went and canceled herself. She was like, I'm done, you know, taking all this heat for a video. I'm done. I'm leaving YouTube. That's it. Did she end up coming back? No, this was just recently. Oh, really? No, she's posted this on the 25th, I think. Oh, and she said, I'm done. Oh, like, I don't like I hate that people keep bringing this back up. I'm embarrassed by it. This is no longer who I am. I would never want to offend anybody. What's I'm out. Apologize? But Shane Dawson is still like on YouTube. Like, yeah, he makes his apology hey, videos. And then he goes back to making his regular it. shit. Right. What is the difference? Like, why? Why does he still have a platform? But she doesn't because she didn't allow herself to. Well, that, and I, that's the difference right there. She, exactly. She feels bad. He doesn't. He's a scumbag. And it's and exactly. So she is she in the wrong. Like should she be canceled for that? Well, so that's your question. Okay, that's hard to say. Just because someone holds themselves accountable for their wrongdoings doesn't mean like we should like instantly forgive them because like they did the bad thing. They they. It's just like what people are saying for Shane Dawson. She gave herself, she had enough time to give herself a spray tan, make the video, edit the video, post the video, leave the video up. And she like chose, she, she had enough time to be like, you know what? This is wrong or whatever. Now we know it's in 2011. So she did and whatever. It's, it's not her. She's a new person. I don't think she did anything bad between 2011 and now, right? Again, no. She no. apologized about that video back in like 2013, right? Wow. Shane Dawson, a woman or a man? A man. Shane Dawson, Shane is Dawson a man, a man. But, but Jenna, he dressed uh, as a woman for that video. Yeah, Jenna Marbles is a different as a black woman in that topic. Video. Um, so it, it, it's hard to say because there's going to be two sides. There's always going to be two sides to to a story. Um, but I think just because. You know, she took she took accountability and I think she did it the right way. I don't think she should be, quote unquote, canceled. So but it's like you it's think hard she to should say. come back. Um, I, think, I don't I know think, about coming back. I think but, people I think enough people forgive her where if she does come back, she still will have viewers and subscribers. Right. Maybe she needs maybe the people want a little bit more from her, even though she quit her job pretty much uh maybe people want you know give back to the community or something like actually do something uh in a like uh uh donate to like this movement or whatever or and that kind of is gonna seem forced almost but Mm -hmm. just do something yeah that that shows you're apologetic 
It, it's just I like I I need to know more opinions. What do you think? Every time I go on Twitter and I see Jenna Marbles cancel or whatever whoever is canceled, yeah. I just think, what can we do to make it so that we don't cancel people and that like I don't I don't know. It's just it's just strange to me because Jenna Marbles quit herself. Even though what she did was not as bad, because Shane Dawson has been known to use racial slurs in the past, right? But yeah, he still has all these subscribers, and he and he feels inside that he can stay on the platform. It's it's the people, really. It's honestly the people. I think one, General Marbles is a woman. For some reason, a lot of people hate women. For whatever reason, it makes no sense. I love women. So I, lo- I also love women as well. Um, but big supporter. So in in a sense where like Jenna Marbles and Shane Dawson, I think is it's because one is a woman and one is a man. Unfortunately, Uh, not enough people hated Shane Dawson for him to or it's not even that Shane Dawson. Actually, it probably is because if he had a lot like enough hate where it's like, all right, you know, you have to go to the point where doing what Jenna Marbles did and was like, all right, I can't take this. Right. This is this is a. Not enough, but he still had too many supporters for him to be like to pretty much just, just brush like, it off, right? So did Jenna Marbles. Jenna Marbles has like over fifteen million subscribers. She's been she around. Had, for she a just, long she's time. been around, and yeah, she might not pull in like as many views as before, but she still has a lot of people that watch her. Like, but what about like Doja Cat? Like Doja Cat got canceled. Yeah, but her song yeah, still gets every- played on the radio nonstop. Yeah, her song still gets played at. Your house, like my house, like I I shut my car radio off. Every people time still drink it. Starbucks. I see people with Starbucks, and I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up! Like, did you forget what they did? So like, you're saying, so <laughs> you're saying, cancel culture. We should cancel cancel culture. Yes, but we should also, you know, take these companies to task, right? And and really fight, like Just, uh, accountability for the yeah, Just hold like them accountable. The police, they, they the police need to be held accountable. Suppress their own employees to wear Black Lives Matter clothing. Then the next day they did they changed it and it was like all back to normal again. I was like, no, like you did you forget what they did? Right. Like I don't even drink Starbucks and I see people drink Starbucks now and I'm like, yeah. Well, you're clearly you know there's a just lot. There's a well, laundry I'm glad list. I stopped drinking it. There's a laundry if list. If you still of drink companies. Starbucks, you're not with the movement. That's all I'm saying because you you would remember. Right. It doesn't matter if it if it lasted a day or whatever. Right. They made that decision as a company exactly. to do that. Right. It's a. There's a laundry list of companies that have done things that so, that are anti Black Lives Matter movement. I've never stepped foot in H and M ever since that happened. Yeah, I no. haven't either. I've uh, I canceled H and M. I thought about it because I I bought a pair of pants from them like a while ago that I really liked and I can't find them anywhere else. But I was like, you know what, it's whatever. But can't do it. Exactly. You got to. Not gotta, a lot of people. You got to stick to your. Garbage. Have that mindset, mm. unfortunately. So uh, yes, cancel culture should be canceled because people are way too inconsistent about who they cancel and how they cancel and what they cancel and when they cancel and when they don't yeah, cancel. Yeah, cancel is such a it's general like, term. Exactly. It's, it's it's stupid. I don't and I don't like the term either because that those people don't get canceled. Like right. whatever like like when I think of cancel I I think of all their stuff just stops like right. they're done. Yeah. No one's ever done. Like can Jenna Marvel's come back? Yeah, I think it's a little too late because she decided to step off the platform. More I mean, power to her, but. PewDiePie did, right? He stopped for a while because I, I don't remember the reason he stopped. Well, because he, he said was, the N word exactly, and Disney was like, 
or he said something about like Nazis and, right. and, and Disney and Disney was like, uh, no. Yeah. Word. <laughs> but so. he's still, he's still out there. Mm-hmm. Do I watch him? No, but mm-hmm. he's still out there doing his thing. And you know, it, it like, I just don't like the word cancel. That's all. <laughs> and and, really and how canceled. people handle cancel being canceled really shows their true nature. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it, it just it kind of remind it just kind of reminds me of, you know, our voices not being heard enough. Mm-hmm. That these people can do these heinous acts, and then still lead these fruitful lives where we have people that are are like so generous and kind and don't have a bad bone in their body right. and they're like on the lower class system and they've mm-hmm. never done anything to hurt anybody, you know, and 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 these people still get to live, you know. Bro, it's uh, it's the people. It reminds me of um, Trump because his he's a bad person, obviously, but oh, he's yeah. at his spot because of the people, bro. There are because people that there really are, like Trump. And exactly. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't, and I don't understand it because yeah, the funny thing is he's done things that have literally hurt the people that are supporting him. Somehow they still support him. It, I don't. It it just makes no sense. Blind. Um, Blind, um, what is it, it called? They have a special blind ignorance. Down. Wait, what? It's, almost <laughs> it's like when you follow, like a when, well, yeah, I, I guess so. When you follow, when you follow somebody, and, and you know, you faith. have a very close perspective to it. Yeah, you know, you you hear you hear what they say, and that's all you hear. Oh, like a yeah, okay, I know exactly. Yeah, it's like a, like having like a closed mindset. Yeah. Um, you can't change the mind of just, those people, right? We it's just people podcast. because back to the Shane Dawson thing. Uh, you know how he got caught or the, a video came out where he I don't know it was something about masturbating to Willow Smith yeah or like, something like yeah. that and people were under the comments of Jaden Smith comment like yo like this is beyond you know whatever and people were under the comments like well it was you know years ago he's a different person now and I'm just like Wait, what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Shane Dawson was how old and Willow Smith was freaking 11. Like, he sexualized a preteen. Yeah. And people are trying to. Like, he did that. Exactly. Whether or not he apologized about it, he It doesn't matter if he apologized. And the fact that they're under the victim's, like, uh, siblings' post saying, yeah, you should forgive him because this was years ago. And he made an apology video. So, yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. No, that's not how it works. There, there's too, way too many people like that that make Shane Dawson. What are you looking at? Well, oh, I'm just looking at the door. Oh, you're kind of open. Yeah, you're scary. <laughs> no, you know. no, and you're right, and and it depends on what they did. You know, I mean, it, it, that's not what I'm trying to say. It's just the people that keep supporting these. Oh yeah, freaking obviously uh, douchebags yeah, or bad, bad people. people. It, Shane Dawson is a bad person. Yeah, one hundred percent. Did it start with the? And that says a lot about with the blackface, the people's yes. character. And unlike Jenna Marbles, Jenna Marbles stopped doing that, right? And you know, put out the apology back back then, and then because of the of the Black Lives Matter movement, it came back up, mm-hmm. and she was like, I'm, "I'm done. You know, I don't want this." I don't want myself being associated with this video anymore. That so was I'm just leaving completely. one of the right things to do because I felt e- no matter what she would have done, um, sh- like no one would have. It would have been like, oh, you're just doing it because you're just trying to make the pe- people happy, or right. you're doing because it now. Exactly. So it's 
Yeah, I feel like she couldn't have done honest, anything like, else. Well, how, how do you feel about it? See, like if you saw someone get a spray tan and you know make a parody of a black woman. Oh, if I saw a white person get a spray tan and make a parody of a black woman, uh, how does that make you feel? Culture appropriation. I wouldn't be too pleased about it. Uh, Would you forgive them? I probably not. I don't like watch content like that anyway, so it's really hard to say. Well, um, back in the day, that was see. very popular. If all right, so bug, actually making parodies. That's like what that? I. That's exactly. So like in 2012, I can see that being normal in a sense, and it's not like she did blackface. So for me personally, it's just. Ah. Like what is and what I hate, is, and I hate what saying does blackface that? mean to you guys. I feel uh, like to literally th- painting your face black, trying to uh, m- mimic or imitate a black person when you're not black at all and doing it to that extent like that. I think that's disrespectful because that was that was literally a thing they did um, back when slavery or whatever was kind of still prominent that they, they painted movies. Right. They even did well, they movies. did it in movies because they couldn't get black people to do it because obviously they, they were slaves. So they had to paint themselves back. It wasn't a parody. It was just a straight up like, we need black people in our film. Yeah, this is how we like have to do it. Person. It wasn't to. I don't parodies. like that. At yeah, all. exactly. But now like it's it's used to parody. Like Jimmy Kimmel had, you know, was parodying Carl Malone. Malone. And the only way to parody Carl Malone. Because he can't just parry he, him. He paints his face black. He painted his whole body. Yeah, oh yeah. No, See, I, nah, I that's that's OD. I don't. That's crossing the boundaries. So that's one. That's why it's hard to say like getting a spray tan because it's like whatever like you're, you what, got a spray tan you, she didn't is, go to the extent of painting herself so it's hard for me to to be like okay like you know she that was disrespectful it was just a spray tan i didn't see the video so forgive me for you know yeah. my ignorance but black face is like you painting yourself to again mimic you know a black person or whatever just no don't do that at all i think that's disrespectful and and inappropriate yeah especially with the origins of it but exactly so is there is there a difference to you between someone dressing up, you know, painting their skin darker to parody someone or like what Shane Dawson did to make up a character? No. And is, there's no difference? No. Okay. They're both black faces. <laughs> like, one is worse than the other, in my opinion. They're both bad. But yeah. I think Shane Dawson's is worse. 100%. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm not. All right. As, as yeah. long, okay. So there is a difference. So it, one oh, is oh, worse. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's his Shane Dawson's. Is to mock the culture. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That was his he's intent. Not, he's not yeah. doing anyone's persona. He is. This is how black people are. Yeah. Jenna Marbles was like, this is how Nicki Minaj is. Right. Shane Dawson was like, I'm generalizing everybody exactly. into one category. Like Jenna Marbles, is, it was yes. more like a. Like a uh, Jeez, there's a word like when you have a really it, like she was a fan almost like and she was trying to mimic her fan or, or something it, to that extent. Uh, right. Appreciate. Appreciate. No. Yeah. yeah you well, know what I'm trying to say? I, th- I think I understand what you're saying when you go after one certain person. 
but when you go after the group as a whole, such as, did you hear what happened with Bon Appetit? There was um, this white man who was like everyone's boss. He was like, he was like above everyone else. And he and his girlfriend um, made themselves look Spanish and they didn't impersonate anyone in particular, just Spanish people. Oh, is that that YouTubing channel? That, that, that channel? The the cooking channel? channel, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. And, and like, um, because they didn't want to show Spanish cooks on camera or Hispanics. Well, no, like his was just, his thing was just a Halloween costume, it seemed, but they were able to post that picture and, um, and just like uncover like all the stupid shit this guy's been doing. Well, no, and that's what I'm saying. That, like, he started doing things like that with the magazine is he um, would like throw a black person in front of a picture yeah. um, with a bunch of white people but the, that black person wouldn't get paid for that picture where everyone yeah, else would. Yeah. It's just, it's it's insane how they got treated there. Right. And, um, right. Or they yeah. would even have and them on s- camera. They would have them cook the food. Yeah. Systemic racism. Systemic racism. I heard there was a difference between systemic and systematic. I just learned that recently. Ooh. I, I, yeah. th- Can you a, explain that? There's a lot about it in this book. What is that book called, John? So this book is called So You Want to Talk About Race and by, um, by Jama Alu. Do I have to talk into it more? You have to talk um, into the microphone, yes. <laughs> really? Like, you can't just hear me? Um, no. So You Want to Talk About Race um, by Ajama Alu is um, – uh, it was phenomenal. Um, I finished it, but yet I'm going through it again. Um, it well, really, what's, what's in there? It really helps you. There's, there's so many things. I learned I, I learned very many words. I have notes on it. Um, I have a lot of notes on it um, about, but a few key things I took away from it um, were things like, um, uh, well, I got like a more direct um, definition of racism. It, it tells you early in the book. It, at first it says there's two definitions of racism. Your original one is racism is any prejudice against someone because of their race. But then it adds on a second definition is that same thing, but then it adds on when those views are reinforced by systems of power, mm. such as police, your job, it's it's right. when it's when you can't get paid the same. It's it's literally if if you're any um if you're not a rich white white man. Right. That's systematic racism, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's exactly that yeah. is exactly what it is. Yeah. And that is her focus throughout this book. Uh-huh. It's uh, which is amazing. Um the um and it says that the goal of racism is um to profit and comfort um those of the white race, especially uh rich white men. Um yeah, that's what this country was founded yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And, and like other things that it really talks about is um, a word I learned is intersectionality is it really wants you it, – it, she talks about if you're going to really like try to make a um, – it, it's the belief that our social justice movements um, must consider all intersections of identity, privilege, um, and oppression of people that um, – that people face so you gotta when when you're talking about um like the black movement you have to think about also black homosexuals and Mm -hmm. um transgender people Mm -hmm. like because you can't like forget right now there are like i heard in the news like crazy amounts like about three black transgender people that got shot yeah last week and it, like that's crazy the movement has to be for all intersectionality it's like feminism there is a uh, white feminism where they totally forget about all the other women. Mm. Like you have to think about everyone. Right. 
And, 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 and you and gotta she, pull black people first. Yeah, because, I love that. Oh, right now we're definitely putting. Uh, well, you, yes, well, you always absolutely. have to. You always they're have always to. the most oppressed. Right. But, They've always um, been. Yes, uh, honestly, there's parts of this book that talks about. Um, ah, you know what? Just read it. I'm not gonna talk for someone else. You read this damn book. <laughs> Yeah. You read it. Bet. It's it's great. Um, I'm literally going to write a personal note in this book, and I'm going to start passing it out. Um, the whole point is that you want to it, – it, it's really – it's for everyone, but especially for people of other cultures. It's not for um, everybody. N- that no, book no. is not for and everybody. Any, anyone can read this. Anyone really, can read it, it but really gives not you the everyone basics. will learn the lessons you need to learn from that book. But That's the point. That's why everyone needs to read it. Well, exactly. yeah, but there's, there are people that are have this mindset of – that this is the way things are. These are the way things have been. And say if you're pro this and you want to have these tough conversations with people, it literally gives you steps on um, exactly um, – on it tells you, hey, this is going to be a hard conversation. You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to – they're not always going to listen. You know what? They probably aren't going to listen. No, they're and, not. And so, we've, already, we've so, already seen that. So you have to educate yourself on certain facts – and and then you have to go that's right not, exactly like, and that, yeah that's the issue a lot of people aren't uh, i hate to i don't you know i don't hate to say this a lot of white people aren't educating themselves they're just believing what they hear and see on the media because can't do that re, white people dear white people or, right. you know, seeing, seeing a cool post and just reposting it like a black not, screen it's not enough fuck that right so exactly so like for example Remember when all the riots, sorry, the p- protest. Yeah, not riots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not riots. Um, originally started and then they turned into riots, but it was not the Black Lives Matter movement like inciting the riots. One, it was the police, and then it turned into uh, destruction of property, which at first uh, people were doing it to like the bigger establishments like Target. Um, uh, like I think urban outfitters, just big establishments. And then it started trickling down to the smaller Small businesses, businesses, which the media painted it to be like, yeah, the black lives matter movement. They're targeting small businesses. Now they're destroying, they're, they're destroying small business. Right. Exactly. When that wasn't the case at all, because remember, I forget which state it was in um, people like the people who got arrested for looting and rioting were people that weren't even from that state. So the media, but the media didn't say that. They said, "Oh yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, they're they're starting to riot. They're thugs. They're this. They're that." Uh, turns out that half the the people that got arrested, or a certain amount, like a good percentage, were people from a different state, uh, going to just do it to do it. And uh, right. boom, and your boomers, like, your average boomer, heard that and were like, "All oh, these freaking black people." Uh, destroying our our property or whatever when it really wasn't the black people it was legit just i guess what would you call that i've I've seen videos to it it could be anyone of any color exactly no one's that's what that's what i mean the media is just painting the picture for these old people to think like to for them to go against us to think that that like we're the ones uh destroying the towns or whatever no we're destroying target because Target doesn't give a damn, right? right? They they literally had a Target as a test property for uh, theft, right? They don't care. They they they, can, they have these insurance. Companies make more money than anyone will ever see. Exactly. Exactly. Trust me, you, they're not losing anything. Right. They got insurance for anything that happens to their store. 
death does not matter to these stories unless you de- literally like destroy all of them at the same time <laughs> which is i think there's so impossible. much money mm-hmm. in these giant corporations mm-hmm. that it's just uh an attractive outlet for people to riot and loot these stores where in reality it really doesn't matter because the media is just going to paint it in a picture that hurts the black lives matter movement hurts us as people because we're rioting and we have no self-control we're like really we're just being controlled anyway yeah all all stores whether it's small big they all control what we can get as a society right they hold our medicine they hold our our first aid supplies they hold our food we have to go out and buy them unless you know obviously you're a farmer which is not too common in in this area Mm And it's going to make people angry. And that's why you get rioters and looters that that feel they need to take what they have back. Right. And trust me, and people don't get like we tried to be peaceful about it. Right. But we can only do so much until we start to get frustrated. Exactly. And a lot of people are frustrated. A lot of people have been frustrated for a very long time. Right. and it's coming out now because they see that a lot of other people support and now they feel like their voices are being heard, which is why we're getting such a strong, you know, movement and strong support. But it just needs to keep going. Mm-hmm. Before, before we move on, I kind of wanted to answer your question about the sys- systematic racism versus systemic racism. racism. Okay. So you, John already went over systematic racism, which was like. Uh, for example, like hiring managers rejecting resumes that appear to have black sounding or Hispanic names. Yo, all right, my boss. <laughs> all right, I shouldn't say my, I shouldn't say that, but all right, it's too late. I already said it. But <laughs> <laughs> so he's told me, I think a part of it was joking, quote unquote, whatever. It, and I say that lightly because he's not like he, he's not for like racism and all that. He's very against it, but just i'm just saying this just to show how like interesting or how true it really is but basically he said i think he saw my resume and he saw that my name was zeon and he was like oof i don't want that but i think a big part of another part of it was the fact that i also live like 30 minutes away from him but i could just he said that and that made me think i was like wow just imagine how many other like resumes i sent in and people saw that and was just like yeah, it, nah. Doesn't that feel like a microaggression to you? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And, and, and that is a really big problem. Exactly. With all cultures. White people constantly do it all the time. Yeah. And so what it is, is they are small comments that, oh, the person can easily explain. Oh, this is what I actually meant by it. But yeah, Kyle. Guess what? Yeah. It adds up. And, and I, have, I have a few examples here. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That was crazy. Um um, so it's uh, here are some. Um, are you the first person in your family to graduate from college? Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, uh, imagine just asking a black person that. Right. What like, the fuck? You just assumed yeah. like I was the first person to. Right, because I'm young. This yeah. is a new generation. Of a lot of people go to college. Mm-hmm. And you think mm-hmm. my family's not educated. Are right. you an affirmative action hire? Oh, hear this! Wow, you speak English very well. I oh just you know because what? you're I, Spanish. I like, used to brush uh, that off. That. No, that and every person yeah. will say that to you. Yeah. Like, I, I corrected my mom. I, I've been having these conversations with my mom after reading this book because I heard it my entire life. Constant microaggressions. Yeah. I've been surrounded by um, all different cultures. I went to a church that was a church for all nations. Right. And, and then, um, 
and it was I, I, I loved it. I loved the culture. Everyone, Spanish, um, black. It was mostly Spanish, black, and, and, and white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was my first like real, um, like entry level. Like I, because I went to school of all white people, and I was so white. Oh yeah. And mm-hmm. but like this, it just it made me love other people's cultures mm-hmm. and uh, like I went to people's houses to have Spanish food that I only can remember an empanada I'm sorry I'm probably not even saying it right <laughs> you can say rice and rice and beans rice and beans yeah um, but like I, I'm saying like it's just even even though my parents were Wait. surrounded by, like going to church through here they would on the side make comments and it just like I Eventually, I started calling it out. You have to call it out, but you can't call it out in anger, all right? Because the person's not going to listen. You have to calmly say, "Hey, what you're saying is not right." You have you have to think about it. The person the person of that culture hears this all the time. Please. Well, you could call it out in anger. <laughs> I know, but like that's a big thing in this book is they're not going to listen. People shut down. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? Like, like so, I'm like a little, I'm like a little sad about it. I show my emotion. I say, hey. You got to think about it this person's way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're tired of hearing that. Right? Well, yeah, Don't say I guess that. it depends on who you're talking to. Like, mm. if it's like a close friend of mine and they did that, I would call them out in anger. There is no way I can just pull them to but the But if side it's a stranger, like, oh, yeah, you got to yeah. do it differently. Yeah, you can't just yell at a yeah. stranger. No, no this, matter what. This is stuff I'm going to start doing at my job. When I see stuff that just seems wrong, I'm not standing by anymore. Mm-hmm. I will pull the person off to the side if it's a stranger. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And if they have a problem with it, guess what? They can leave my space. As in, walk out that door because I'm in charge. Yeah. I have power. You better baby. do it. Uh, no, no. I this. That's why I keep that going. whole shit with Kyle. If I see him, I'm. <laughs> I, I, I can't. You don't even I, know who Kyle and, is. And I'm, not, is. I'm not letting that as go. As your friend, I definitely let that slide. I think you guys still let it slide now. And that's the problem. And I'm sorry. Like I don't, I don't want to see him. If he comes over to the house and I see him, he's not my friend. He's my employee. He's getting not allowed like, to have him. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not going to be pretty. So Yo, just know please that. Please knock out his tooth. <laughs> like it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. So so you guys get the idea of um of microaggressions. There's a freaking list, and some oh, of I'm them sure. are crazy. Yeah. Um, try not to say them. I they get, hurt I, people's feelings. I get all the time. Oh, you talk white, and I used to. I used to brush it off, but now it's just. Well, I haven't heard that in a while, but it's just crazy or like that you I used to. White or or, or like you that. act yeah, white. That's, oh, that's that right. one, God, that hurts. Because I'm like, what does one? What does that mean? Yeah. Two. You don't even is that know. A compliment? Like, it's, what are you trying exactly. to say? Exactly. You don't know what I've been through. Like what I grew up with. Like no, I don't want to be white or be compared to white. Yeah, and those microaggressions, you know, not only are are they in jobs, they're you know. They're also in voter suppression, which you yeah. know, we've already talked about. And they're just in, in life. You know, you get hit with microaggressions all the time. I haven't experienced it yet as, you know, probably the first Hispanic, you know, like, you know, director that I can remember for Okasha or That's Matasha. Right. I've, never, right. I've never seen anybody Hispanic be the director. No, nah, it's been yeah. white woman for years. Ever, you know, it, yeah. it, it went from Ron to, you know, Chelsea. that I've seen, Ron, Mike. Who Who's up? Well, I, if you're talking Okasha, um, it's Chelsea, some woman, white woman before her, uh, Lori, Laura. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put some respect uh, on that name. She's a nice lady. No, well, Lori was before Laura. Who's Lori? The girl that was before Laura. I just say it. Nah. 
Nah, that's that. Or Corey. Or Corey. Corey. Yeah. Corey. Yeah. And then now, Hispanic male comes through, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure there are parents that are like, "Why? Like, what? What the heck? I'm sure there are. They're yeah. like, I can't deny that. Mustache. The thing is, you that's would never beautiful. know. Exactly. You'll I'll never, never know because they'll never that's, say it that's to that's my the face. Life. Yeah. That's the life people of color. Well, who knows? Maybe with. even some of the staff, dude. But who's up at the Y? All white people. Yeah. Like literally, all the names that you see are so, on on that board. So listen. So. That was systematic racism, right? Systemic racism is pretty much kind of what you're saying. So all the HR staff are white, and as a result, are more likely to hire people that they feel more comfortable with that is people like themselves, right? That's systemic racism. Or all the pictures on the company's website are pictures of white people sending a clear message to any applicants that the company does not have any black or minority employees. Employees. Yeah, the Y got to work. No, the Y does a pretty good job on that. I think they have to do it better with the campers, though. Right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, that that's just a few examples, at least within the same context of systematic versus systemic racism. Uh, I mean, you see it all the time. And you know what? As someone, as someone that had to hire people, yeah. it's very easy to be like, this person didn't get it because of this. Right. Like, I, like it's very easy. And it, it doesn't even have to go to those laws that protect disabled people of color or anything yeah. like that. It just, you could just say you don't have any room for them. Right. It's that easy yeah. because you have that power. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy. It's nuts. Mm. Like, yes, they can sue you for for discrim- like the discriminatory hiring acts, but it's very hard to because lawyers are very expensive. Mm. And a lot of them are, you know, just there for the check, uh, as I've seen. So it, it's it's hard, you know. That's why even and I I've even noticed microaggression when when we first went to California. Me and my boy Dami, Ralph, you know, we got a, a Airbnb, and the first time I went with just Dami, he said, "I want you to get the Airbnb," and I was like, "Why? Why why do why do you want me to do it?" And he was like, "Well, look at me. Damn. They probably won't rent to me if they see that I'm black." That's crazy. And that was the first time I've ever seen microaggression outside of like the system. It yeah. was just everyday life. Right. And I'm sure it happens to a lot of people, especially through Airbnb or or even booking hotels, I'm I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. His name is Dami Adiyemi. That's not even his full name. Mm-hmm. And even with Adiyemi, that's still a, an African name. So it it just goes to show that people will look at that name and choose not to rent to you because they can do that because they have the power to. Mm-hmm. And you can only do so much without taking legal action, which might even hurt you in the long run because you might not always win. Mm-hmm. And those lawyers are really, very expensive. Mm. Um, one thing I have, uh, this is just the last thing. I wrote like four pages, but this is the only thing I really truly wanted to say because this is out of all the research and learning I've done and listening to um, the protests that I went to, because one thing that gets tossed around, especially with white people, I heard it from someone close to me, is I, I don't see color. Mm. Um, and I, I, I was listening to someone making a speech, and they, they said it beautifully. They said, just just don't say that. It's the thing is, um, the, the thing is um, that I want to be seen for my color because I'm different. The thing is, um, black people, we have a different nose 
different lips. They're bigger, different hair. And I want you to see that and not be afraid of me because of that. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's all. That that's that's truly all. They just want to be seen f- as they're they're beautiful. They want to be seen for that and not judged on that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's and, and that's, that's, that goes. And it's I was that saying. simple. <laughs> that goes without saying. It's that simple. Yet people see it and are afraid, and and that's why it's a lot just, of these. It's just the way they were brought happening. up. Your, your parents have such a big influence on you and you and people that learn these ways will continue to 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 educate in the wrong way on this mm-hmm. you know saying looking at the and if you look at the news now you see black people being oppressed but usually when you when i watch the news like like the evening news you you never see white people do these crimes or or be on the lookout for this person you rarely ever see that. And it's just the power that the media has, is the power that the government has, power that police have. And we just have to try to put the correct people in those spots where we know they're... And, and the thing is, we never know if, they're, if their intentions are good or whatever. You know, they, they can say all this stuff, but when they get into office, they can act like a totally different person. And we have no power over that because we're the ones that put them there. You know, and that's and we have to wait four years for that person to come out, and and it sucks, and we have to wait all that long time. But that's why long voting is so years. important. Man. Four years is a long time. It went by quick. <laughs> it did actually. I'm surprised. It went I by quick. The opposite. Yeah. I was 19, or I know I was 20, when when Trump got voted voted into office, and these four years have went by. Like I I blame college because college makes things go by quick because you're doing the same thing for a very long time you know while you're there but now that i'm out of college it's moving by just a tad bit slower (laughs) and you know you really start to see the effects of of trump's presidency and and thankfully you know he hasn't done like a a lot you know as much as he said he was going to do which is a good thing usually like when presidents say they're going to do a lot of things you you want them to in this case i didn't and thank god he you know he hasn't acted on everything he said he was going to do. You know, dreamers still have power thanks to, you know, our, our government suppressing that <laughs> because if it was up to just Trump, he would have got rid of it already. And we just have to vote and we have to fight voter suppression as much as we can. We have to educate everyone on it. That way they know how to fight it. And we have to get more voices out there. And hopefully this year is the is the year that we have more of a majority vote than just 8 million or 9 million because that's just sad in my opinion but that's all i got you want to talk about fireworks uh actually not okay uh but i do want to talk about uh, how you can protect your vote how you can protect your vote absolutely say that in the mic no it's all right uh three things just to quickly go over them um the first is to tell your senators to pass the voting rights advancement act uh, it'll require federal preclearance of laws passed that alter the voting process in states with a history of voting rights violations. Uh, the way you can do that is find your local representative or your local senator, your state senator. Sorry, not your who, is your your state senator or your city senator. No, state state senator. Yeah, email them and right and email them. Send them an email Murphy. or call their office and uh, let them know they want you know to 
you want them to Call pass them the up. law. To they're here. They're they're there. Right. Exactly. It's not like whether you're you're leaving a message or you know like you you may not directly talk to them, but you they still get what you say. Yeah. Correct. I feel like a lot of people just don't do it mm-hmm. because. Like oh, they think, yeah, right. They think, oh, like they're not going to listen to me, but they are. Yeah. That's what they're there for. They're exactly. there to listen to their state and the civilians in their state and see what they what they want. That way, and and that way they can act on them and they can stay in the office because, oh, look, my my approval rating is high, so you know people want me to stay. You know whether they're doing it in the good of their own heart or doing it for votes depends but those actions get done mm-hmm. either way that's still good mm-hmm. so don't be afraid to just call them up it's it's going to be quick it's a quick call it's not like you're going to be on the phone for 10 minutes yeah you might be on hold but if you ever been put on hold for like a pizza it's pretty much the same thing except you in this case you're making a more impactful change so don't be afraid to to call them up you know use that phone that you got that's power in your hands Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, the second one is to know your rights as a voter. Uh, you do. So a couple things. You do not need to speak English in order to vote in any state. You do not need to pass a test to vote in any state. And you can report intimidation to the election protection hotline at one eight six six hour vote. Uh, that I think the last one is very important because I yes. think a lot of people do get discriminated at the voter polls. and oh, They don't yeah. think they can uh or, or they handle it incorrectly. They feel the thing is naturally uh, when you feel threatened, you kind of start to get into a defensive mode. So a, a lot of people, when they when something bad happens to them or they, they feel they're being targeted in a way, they're going to react in a way where it may be violent or it may be whatever. But uh, the proper thing to do, especially if you want to see change, is just to call that hotline one eight six six our vote and be like hey like i got discriminated or or intimidated at this place like we got to do something about it right um, i think that I that's like pretty intimidation effective is more of a factor here just yeah. because when you when you go to the voting poll who do you see you see the people that you're voting for right. like they're literally campaigning right in front of the office they yeah. give you like a sticker or whatever don't listen to that yeah go in there with your own voice go in there with your own opinion don't be afraid of who's there say hi whatever you know, be nice, but, you know, they're there just to campaign. Mm-hmm. But go in there with your own voice and your own mindset. And when it comes to putting whoever you want in that paper, do what you think is right. Right. Uh, the third one is to donate to a nonprofit in your state working against voter suppression. I think nonprofit is very important because uh, yeah, there are a lot of right. There is a lot of for profit companies that we don't know about. Uh, so I do my research and. Uh, lo- lo- donate to a local uh, organization about, yeah, about this. Well, yeah, just stay local. Local local government is what impacts you the most. You know, yes, the president has powers uh, that that impact the whole country, but when it comes down to it, whoever is in your state, that is going to affect you a lot more because they make a lot more decisions that affect you as a civilian of their state. Mm-hmm. Which is why a lot of people were afraid of Ned Lamont and imposing, you know, the poll, the the tolls throughout the state. And the, Trump has no power. Trump can't be like, oh, we're gonna put tolls in every state. There's no way. Mm-hmm. There, there are, have has it been like that in the past? Absolutely. But now, 
it, it's it's up to the to the the state governments to mm-hmm. to police their citizens. Right. And there are overarching laws as a country, but state laws are what's going to affect you the most. Mm-hmm. So whether it's 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, there are ways to vote in each year. Don't just focus on the presidential one. Know your rights and use your voice and vote for whether it be your mayor of your town or the your rep or your district representative. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Joanna Hayes or or your senators or your you know your Supreme Court judges, you know, or your governors. Use your voice because they're the ones at the end of the day that are going to affect you the most. So don't be afraid to vote for those as well. That's it? Yep. All right. Any, any final words, Jonathan Perkins? It's been good being here. Awesome. It was a pleasure having you. It was yeah, a great I time having it. you. Thank you, by the way, for for using your voice, educating yourself, you know, as, as the second white person that's been on the podcast. You know, this I know first this white male, first white male. This but, is but um, the worst part of America, white men. You know, this is I definitely well, 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 don't group yeah, it's yourself. It's just a joke. It's just don't a joke. Yourself keep everybody. going. Keep going. It's just a joke. <laughs> and, and, white you know, men suck. All right. Go ahead. And, you know, I'm glad you're educating yourself and I'm glad you're you're trying to educate others. You know, I know it's a hard topic, especially because you yourself might not have been oppressed. But as long as you know the struggles and you're able to see why this is happening, more power to you. And I and I truly respect that. I agree. Thank you. Just all gotta keep supporting. That's all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Take action. No matter if you're white, Hispanic, black, That's Asian, whatever, wherever you're from, if you believe in this movement, you have to take action. There, there's so many things to learn, and there's so many different ways to fight this battle, and it's all the more important to fight it now. You know, it always has been, but with the momentum and the strength of everybody that's that's coming in and and focusing on this movement, we just need to hold strong and, and hold the course. And hopefully, impactful change will, will come in the future. You have a voice. Use it. You're powerful. You are strong. 